Good evening, good evening, good evening. Rahabat Nitir Musha to each and every one of you. Ibarazat Mancha. As a matter of fact, Ibarazat Gioni. Welcome to another spiritual fulfilled episode of Spiritual Vitamins. As always, I am your faithful teacher, the chosen one. Now listen to me when I say this. There is nothing more freeing in this world than the feeling to know what it feels like to be free. But today, my brothers and sisters, I am not here to tell you that we are free. I am not here to say that we are free. I am not here to claim that we are free. No, my brothers and sisters, I am here to tell you now we are still slaves. We are slaves to the mind. We are slaves to the ways of our thinking. We are slaves to the way that we respond to things. My brothers and sisters, we are no freer than we have been way back when we were slaves. Now here's the thing. A lot of us celebrating Juneteenth today are people who have never even known what it feels like to be a slave have never been called out of their name a day in their life. Yet, you expect me to sit here and believe and say, hey, you know what? (laughs) Happy Juneteenth, but I will not. You see, my brothers and my sisters are no freer than they have been since day one. I'm watching our generation descend into anarchy, descend into madness, descend into chaos, descend into bigotry, into hatred, into self-hatred, self-doubt, rejecting knowledge. No, my brothers and sisters, we are not free, not yet. You are not free until you free yourself. When you free yourself, then, and only then, ah, see, here we go, here we go, here we go. See, 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 this, that knowledge that the people don't want you to hear about. See, 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 you're not free until you free yourself of all the hatred, of all the anger and the bitterness that is down in the deep depths of your soul. When you finally get rid of that, mm -hmm, see, that's when you're free. That's when you're free. But a lot of us walk around here celebrating Juneteenth and don't even know what it feels like to be hated at all, period. But we act like we put on our daily facade and act like we know what it feels like. Just because your skin is black don't mean you any hated like anybody else. Come on now. A person like me can walk the streets with my head held high and I'll never be called a nigga till the day I die. Oprah Winfrey can open up her door, wave to the people, how y'all doing? And everybody waves to Oprah, never once calling her a nigga. Wesley Snipes, Denzel Washington, that's just to name a few. Those people can literally do their very best. To try to get people to hate them. But it will never happen, my brothers and my sisters. Let me tell you why. 
I'm going to tell you why. Because we don't know what it feels like to be hated. We don't know what it feels like for someone to put bigotry on you, to to treat you like you're dirt. We don't know, brothers and sisters. I'm going to tell you this now. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Now, if a day ever go by, if our ancestors were here today to see the way that we are reacting towards things in this world, do you think Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would approve of that? Do you think Frederick Douglass would approve of that? Do you think that the great Maya Angelou would be okay with that? Do you think at all Malcolm X would have said to descendant anarchy? Would he say, show them the true color of your skin and act like a buffoon? No, he wouldn't have. No, he wouldn't have. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would have never been okay with that. Frederick Douglass would have never been okay with it. Our ancestors, when they were freed from slavery, did not act like Neanderthals. When they got freed from slavery, they decided to live their lives. They didn't even show hatred towards the people who had enslaved them. They decided... To live life with a smile and dance a jig. Even when they weren't enslaved, they were still singing songs. Mm-hmm, down by the riverside, down by the riverside. That's what they were doing. They were still singing songs of happiness, songs of joy, songs of peace, songs of love. That's what our people were doing, even though they were still slaves. Even though they were enslaved, they were still dancing a song of praise. Most of us sit here and we talk so much trash about how we want freedom, we want peace, we want love. But I'm going to tell you this now. We wouldn't know what to do with it if it came our way. Love can knock at your door and say, hello, I'm a friend. And you would not. You lock love right outside. <laughs> yeah, see, 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 this right here, this, this, the knowledge they don't want you to talk about this, the knowledge that anybody that supports the Black Lives Matter movement don't want heard. No, 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 because they think it's going to take away from that message. But see, that message is not It's loud and clear. It's loud and clear. Black supremacy overall. That's what they're saying. But I'm here to tell you now, never will be a day when there's going to be anybody superior to anybody. We all suck. Each and every one of us. We all suck. Because <laughs> we're not perfect. We're not perfect. I'm not, you're not, nobody is. None of us is perfect. You know. Just today, I was going up near the laundromat to go wash my clothes. And I was driving by, and there was a young man that was pulled over by the cops. It was African-American. I watched how eight different African-Americans stood over there on the side. Now, let me ask you this. We have a definition that we used to call people who couldn't stay out of people's business. And we blacks were the ones who started this terminology. So I dare you lie and say we did not. We had a term for it. We called you nosy. 
We said you're being nosy. You're not minding your business. We were the ones who would always tell somebody, mind your business. Mind your business. That's what we would say a hundred times to somebody who couldn't stay out of our business. You need to mind your business. But it's mighty funny to me now. I laugh. (laughs) I laugh. You know why? Because it's funny to me how we were told, we kept saying, mind your business to anybody that got in our business. We called them nosy. But now, every time when a cop look at you any type of damn way, nosy niggas are on the side just looking at you. They just sitting there on the side looking at you. Just sitting on the side looking at you. Recording everything up in your business. The same business you used to tell people to mind. How we came full circle. How all of a sudden we're so okay with people being in our business. People knowing our stuff. But then when Day Day and Ray Ray come knocking on the door because they saw you on TV and realized you got that money you owe them. Then you're sitting there like, oh my goodness. See? 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 We are becoming ignorant minded. We are giving into the stigma of exactly what the definition of a nigga is. It is a stupid person. And that is how we are behaving nowadays. We are being stupid and behaving like Neanderthals and they are recording everything we do and laughing. You think when we sit here and talk about social justice, justice for for Freddie Gray and all the rest of them, you think that all these white people ain't laughing at us? Let me tell you something now. White people have been laughing at us for decades. And they're going to continue to laugh at us. We're never going to know what freedom feels like because we are still slaves to ourselves. We're still slaves to ourselves. See, white people are smart. They don't need to defeat us. Let us play the race card. Go right ahead. But I'm going to tell you something that's happening right now as you speak. We're playing the race card and we're saying this and we're saying that about how white people are treating us. But white people are still saying, okay, let's give them that due. At the end of the goddamn day, they're going to end up being smarter than us. See, the problem about it is we don't defeat our enemies with the weapons that they armed us with. See, back in the day, and I mean like back in the day day, I'm talking about back in the day day, a days like the ancient Roman civilization with the Spartans and the Vikings. You know, back in that day, The Vikings, the barbarians as they were called, right? They used to fight you to the death with every fiber they being. If their sword got lodged in your body and couldn't come out because it was stuck in your bone, you know what they did? They took your sword and killed another person with your sword. They picked up the very weapon that you had and that you were armed with, and they killed somebody else with that. The Vikings used to plunder different cities. And if they had a new secret weapon, you know what the barbarians used to do? The barbarians used to take that secret weapon that they had, and they would use it against their enemies. They would figure out how to use it and use it against their enemies. 
This is what the barbarians did. The Vikings did this. So how is it we can't learn from the past and decide to use the same weapons that our enemies are using against us against them? What is so wrong with African-Americans becoming educated? What is so wrong with African-Americans becoming smart? Instead, we decide to pick up a gun and spread bullets. Instead, we decide to be outside shooting dice, hoping to roll snake eyes and sevens. Instead, we decide to pass that white bag of the whitest powder you've ever seen on the planet and splice it with something. We instead, we decide to sit here and be all kinds of ill-tempered and ill-mannered people towards whoever we can because that's what we got to do to survive. The likes of hip-hop artists are making us African-Americans look bad and we don't say nothing about it at all, period. You get mad because Donald Trump calls us thugs, but that's the way we dress. There's not one African-American on this earth that can't say they haven't worn a pair of baggy jeans or worn their pants below their waist. There's not one African-American that can't say they had a friend who had fronts in their mouth. There's not one African-American on this earth who can't say that they haven't heard one hip-hop song. Today is supposed to be about freedom. But how dare us celebrate today when the whole entire time we weren't celebrating it last year. We wasn't celebrating it the year before that. You wasn't celebrating it the year before that. You wasn't celebrating it 10 years ago. You wasn't celebrating it 15 years ago. You wasn't celebrating it when Obama was president. You was bad-mouthing them. Y'all know this is the knowledge right here they scared of. Oh, let me give you that knowledge. Let me give you, let me give you a bit of, a bit of knowledge, okay? Because this, 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 this is the thing. I'm an educated African-American, okay? I'm an educated African-American, the most deadliest weapon on this planet. An African-American with intelligence. I don't have to wear my pants below my waist. I have to wear fronts in my mouth. Did Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. do that? No, he didn't. Did Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. go around listening to Run DMC and all the rest of them? No, he didn't. If he was alive today, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. could sit right there inside a church and listen to some good old gospel music. Praising the Lord. Praise the Lord, amen, amen. Praise the Lord, amen, amen. He could do that. Sitting in church, praising God. And still show love towards his enemies. He didn't pick up a gun and spray bullets. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would never, ever hear about a city with African Americans in it with a high crime rate. He would never let it rest. But our brothers and sisters do. While we sit here and dance a jig and throw parties for Juneteenth. Even though we don't even understand the goddamn meaning behind it. The real meaning behind Juneteenth is a simple fact that we are supposed to be free. But we are not free and we never will be free. Because as long as we are slaves to ourselves and slaves to the ignorance that is about us and we continue to give people the ignorance that is always shown about us, we will never be free. Slavery has taken on a new form. It's mental now. It's mental. 
People talk about support black-owned businesses. But here's the problem about supporting black-owned businesses. You can go ahead and support them black-owned businesses, but I'm going to tell you something that's going to end up happening. So what you support just that black-owned business? We're always going to struggle. You want to know why? Because when money gets into our hands, we let it go to our heads. You see these rappers, Tupac, Biggie, they wore flashy clothes. You saw, you know, T.I. wearing flashy clothes and all that stuff. You see little Wayne with fronts all in his mouth and, you know, he wearing all kinds of, you know, jeans that don't even match half of what the hell he got on and looking like a dying roach that been sprayed with some raid. The industry that represents African-American culture looks bad. You got Jay-Z looking like a shaved monkey. The only identity that is a woman, it's a definition of what Beyonce is, and that's walking out with your booty out. Damn near flashing half your skin. Damn near being butt naked outside. <laughs> See, this the knowledge right here. This the knowledge. I advocate it. Y'all know I stand for it as my lifeblood. Knowledge is power. Without it, where can we go? Without knowledge, what can you do? Who can you be? What real justice is given to people in the world without knowledge? You want to know how the ancient Egyptians conquered most lands? And we call ourselves pharaohs and kings and, and queens. And we say, oh, queen, oh, queeness, oh, queen. Shut the hell up. Because I'm going to tell you this now. You don't even know what a real queen is. You ain't no king and she ain't no queen. And I'm going to tell you why. A real king and a queen have knowledge. A real king and a queen have intelligence. A real king and a queen knows what to do on a daily basis and how to solve their problems without it escalating into violence. The ancient Egyptians ruled with fear. They ruled with power. They did not need to lift a finger. They built mausoleums, statues with greatness, that looked down upon their enemies and because the statues were so great you felt so little in power compared to them. It wasn't their tactician and their battle strategies on the battlefield that made them so great. It was a simple fact that they were smart. The greatest scientists. The greatest mathematicians. They understood algebra before algebra even existed. <laughs> see, 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 see. Oh no, no, them Black Lives Matter movement talk heads don't want you hearing this. No, 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 no. They don't want you hearing this because this is gonna turn them on their heads. Black lives need to matter to blacks first before it matters to anybody else. Our ancestors saw worth in themselves. Watch every DVD of Roots if you manage to live long enough to watch every single one of them.
It's like 30 of them joints. If you watch him, you see. Getting to the head of Kuta Kente. Getting to the head of Kizzy. Getting to the head of all of them. This man wasn't making a movie and making movies just to depict slaves being whipped like cattle. No, he was showing you the mentality in their mind, who they were mentally and who they were inside their heart. That's what he was showing you. But too many people don't care because to them, the definition of the definition of what a slave is, is a person meant to do someone else's job. But then if that be the case, we all going to be slaves. All of us are. Black, whites, Hispanics. America has us all as slaves. If you want to stop and think about that, you go to a job, you get paid a little bit of money, and, you know, the slaves back then, they were getting, they were getting fed. They had a roof over their head, a barn. If you want to stop and think about it from an economic standpoint, but here's the thing that most people don't understand. See, 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 see. When we were freed from slavery, they gave us a choice. They said, okay, well, you know, you can take your 40 acres and mule and get the fuck out of my face. That's what you can do. But a lot of us didn't. We wanted more. We became greedy. And the only way we were going to get it is by giving the white man exactly what they wanted. They said, hey, serve in the war. And we served in the war and killed ourselves. We died for an unworthy cause. A place that never even belonged to us. Some of you say America was built off the backs of slaves. No, the hell it wasn't. It wasn't built off the back of slaves. This country didn't even belong to white people. It belonged to the Native Americans. How dare you take something from them that they created? I don't hear none of y'all talking about what they do. And how they were enslaved. Before our behinds was even brought over to this country, the Native Americans were killed and slaughtered like, like cattle. Hunted down like game. This land belonged to them and it was stolen from them before we even came into the picture. Where were we? Well, the 12 tribes of Africa were still going around conquering other lands, taking lands from other people. How do you think stuff worked back then? Oh, I guess they're going to just sit down at the table and trade like in the NFL. We're going to just trade. I give you Brett Dak Prescott for uh, two first round picks. No, it wasn't like that. Ignorant. I'm going to tell you exactly how it was. You had to take from others for you to have what you wanted. You had to go over to the other lands and rob them of the lands of what they had and kill their people for you to have what you wanted. You couldn't have it unless you took it from them. No, you see, 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 now, there was no Walmart. There was no Target, Target. There was no going to the Chinaman and getting six wings of Western fries or salt pepper ketchup. It was none of that. 
No, I'm going to tell you exactly what you had. If you wanted your tribe to survive and your tribe to eat, you had to arm yourself with a spear, arm yourself with a shield, and you had to go to another African tribe and rob them of what they had. It was a dog-eat-dog world. We was killing each other since way back since our ancestors lived in Africa. So for you to even be so ignorant-minded and act like the white people was killing us, we was killing each other way before they even got into the picture. It was the law of the land. It was how to survive. You think all the tribes of Africa just came together? Can't you feel a brand new day? No, they did not. They were at war with each other. You saw another tribe of Africa that had more food than you. You went over there, you stabbed them with your spear. You took their women, enslaved their children. Slavery in Africa is still happening to this day. It's still happening to this damn day. But ain't nobody saying nothing. Everybody's staying tight lip about it. You think the Africans didn't take slaves too? Slavery was the only goddamn way to have commerce back in the day. The Aztecs and the Mayans did it. The Incans did it. Oh, but when somebody else does it to another, long as you don't do it to nobody black, long as you don't do it to nobody black, oh, no to Jesus. Slavery period is wrong. Wake up, people. The one thing I can't stand is fake woke people who all of a sudden want to act like they are awake and think they know what's going on and they have no general idea. You only know what WJZ and WBAL tell you on TV. You only know what you hear them dumb other people outside say that don't know nothing about nothing because they ain't picked up a textbook a day in their life since they was in grade school. Arm yourself with knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is the thing that shapes us. It's the thing that makes us. It is the thing that can set the divide in between every single ethnicity. Back in the day, whites was defeating us because they were smarter than us. They had us feeling dumb as hell out there in them, our ancestors, not us, our ancestors in them fields feeling dumb as hell because they couldn't read or write. But as soon as we learned our ABCs, our one, two, threes, and our ancestors was able to get smart, that's when they became scared. Oh, Lord of Jesus, here come them smart Negroes. It starts there. I'm just saying. If we want an opportunity to truly show our enemies how strong we really are, it starts with knowledge. I'm going to give you five tips. Tip number one, self-acceptance. You have to accept self. You have to accept yourself for who you are. If you're black and you enjoy hip-hop and like wearing your pants below your waist, then accept it. If that is the definition of what a thug is, accept it. And that the definition of what a drug dealer is, accept it. That don't mean that's who you have to be. You don't have to classify yourself as that. As I said, just because my skin is black does not make us the same. 
You might like drinking orange juice. I like drinking apple juice. You might like eating tomato soup. I think that stuff tastes like piss. Ah. <laughs> See, this going this going to make some of y'all mad. It's going to make some of y'all mad. I don't think half of you that listen to me are going to be on, are going to listen to my show anymore after this. I don't think you will. But I've been saying it for 3 years now. Knowledge is power. Let me ask you a question. An African-American goes over to the military, serves his country for 10, 15 years, gets a nice star medal, medal of valor. Is it as important as that Hispanic brother who got two medals of valor? Should we celebrate that one African-American that got that one medal of valor only and look at the brother that got the two and act like he don't exist? See, I'm going to tell you something now. An African-American go over, to the, go over to another country, shoot a nigga dead straight in the head, come back over, guess what? He a hero. He goes home, get to see his family. No, he ain't going to have a decent job because anybody going to the military ain't never going to make enough money to survive. You were supposed to die, not live. That's the reason they sent you over there. So, you come back to your lovely family, everybody in your family, oh, yeah, you a hero. Jose goes over there. Jose survives. He comes back. Hey, Jose. This is ice, Jose. You got to go back over that fence. Jose can't even go see his family. You know why? Oh, because inside Jose's paperwork, they found just a loophole to saying that he needs to go back to Mexico. Even though he was born an American. And he's in the military fighting for America. But Jose can't even go see his American family that he's been American for over 40 years. But now that he's serving this country, we found a little niche. You got to go back over that fence. It's okay for that to happen to Jose, but God, am I to know. Don't let it happen to Mr. Black Brother now. No, no, no. No, no, no. Soon as it happens to Black Brother, that's racism. It's not racism if it happens to Jose. It's not racism if, you know, an Asian person tries to open up a business right next door to a tennis shoe joint opened up by a black family. Which one you think is going to make more money? That China joint should make more money. But nowadays, nope. Go support black-owned businesses. Don't sit there and, and buy the China man's food. This Chinese family uses their home recipes to make Chinese food that comes from their homeland country of China. But the store next door and the store across the street, one tennis shoe joint and one joint that's also a fast food joint to make Chinese food. How the hell we blacks know a damn thing about Chinese food and we ain't even from China? Whatever is dead do, is dead do. Let them have dead do. At the end of the day, 
What is somebody else's speciality is somebody else's speciality. We do not have a damn right to lay claim to it. How can we sell Asian merchandise in a business and say it's authentic, but the only knowledge we know is what we read on fucking Wikipedia? Don't support that business with the Chinaman across the street. The guy that's actually from China, who most of that merchandise has come from his ancestors. And he can tell you about it in Chinese. Don't support that business. Only support the black one across the street. That don't even know a lick of Chinese. We got to stop doing this. We need support businesses, period. Small business, what we need to do. Support small business. That's all the time I have on my show today. And I hope these words reach each and every one of you and understand. Equality for all is the thing that matters. We need to love each other. Love our brothers and sisters. We need to love every color, every nationality. A rainbow ain't just black. A rainbow ain't just Asian. A rainbow ain't just Chinese. A rainbow ain't just Japanese. A rainbow ain't just Taiwanese. A rainbow ain't just Vietnamese. A rainbow is many colors. We sit here and celebrate the damn rainbow for pride, but don't even recognize that the multiple colors of the damn rainbow mean something. You too busy worrying about what's gay and straight, but don't realize what's gay and straight ain't got nothing to do with the colors of the damn rainbow. Those colors of that rainbow represent every different ethnicity that exists in the United States of America that makes us all brothers and sisters. Let's worry about that. Thank y'all for being on my show today. It's all the time I have. Much love to each and every one of you. Rahabat Neitir, Bushar to each and every one of you. Hibarazajioni, and y'all have a very blessed day. Remember to continue to spread love to one another. Arm yourself with knowledge. That's the ultimate weapon. It don't come in the form of a bullet. No, come in the form of a damn knife. Don't come in the form of a bomb. You want to really set the spot? You want to really make a name for yourself? Arm yourself with knowledge and be smart. Because that is the only thing that's going to defeat your enemies. Outsmart them. Anybody can pick up a gun. Anybody can pick up a knife. Anybody can pick up a weapon and fight each other. But the ultimate weapon is knowledge. Without it, everything fails. Egypt could not be powerful. Rome could not be powerful. If you look at it, all of these civilizations flourished because of knowledge. They all had scholars. Do your homework.